Hello and welcome to the Hollywood Critics Association's Foundation After Show. Each week on this show, we discuss the latest episode of the Apple TV Plus series based on the beloved science fiction novels by author Isaac Osmoff. I'm Jamie Philberg, entertainment journalist and critic for We Live Entertainment uh, and a member of the Hollywood Critics Association. Uh, we have a great show for you tonight. We will be discussing uh, the, uh, have a spoiler-filled uh, discussion of the latest episode of the series, which dropped tonight, entitled The Missing Piece. Uh, as always, I am joined by my two co-hosts, Yell and Nikki. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> uh, we've got a great episode. Uh, another great one, actually. Two in a row. Uh, last week and this week, which is great. Um, episode to talk about. So let's do a quick recap, as we always do. Uh, this week's episode, we learned of Farrah's backstory and that Hugo lived. Uh, Salvor frees herself from the uh, Anacarons and launches a plan to stop the Invictus from jumping, but it might just kill her in the process. Uh, ultimately, she is unable to enact her entire plan, and the Invictus makes the jump into deep space parts unknown. Uh, we find out that the force field around the vault is getting larger, while Harry's consciousness explains his plan to Gale and that there is a second secret foundation. Gale rejects Henry Harry's plan and escapes the ship in a pod. Uh, meanwhile, Day completes his journey and relays his vision to the Zephyr, uh, neutralizing Halima Ifa's power. Uh, Demerzel enacts Day's ultimate play for power and the truth about his vision is revealed. So there's a lot to unpack with this episode. We could probably spend the whole episode just talking about Day's vision, but we'll get to that. Uh, let me start with Yale. What were your thoughts on this week's episode? What did you like? What did you not like? Uh, what really uh, spoke to you this week? In a surprising turn of events, I really loved this Brother Day journey, this pilgrimage. <laughs> I loved the way that it ended. What a fun twist. I love what he had Demerzel do. Like, I was, oh, amazing. So into this. Um, I also was not as excited about uh, Selden and Gail. Mm -hmm. I was like a little... You know, the last episode gave us such a big, she can feel the future. And now she's like, I want to go home. And so uh, that was less exciting. Um, but, you know, all of the stuff with Farah and um, Salvor, fascinating, very exciting. And then the way that it ends with they time jump, uh, I am so excited. And if the next episode does not start, with whatever the time jump does to them or them in a time jump or whatever it is, I'm going to be so upset. I want us to, that was the, the big surprise The the brother day, not actually seeing anything, not a surprise and so deserving. I loved that. Yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent with everything you just said. Loved the day story this week. Um, not so much into Harry and Gail, which was sort of weird, I guess, because, it was sort of anticlimactic because we kind of learned a lot of stuff. I mean, it was great to learn about the second foundation and, and kind of, you know, that's something Nikki had sort of been talking about from the books. And so it was great to, to see that uh, happen. But short of that, there wasn't a lot I got from their story. And then I agree. I mean, I love Salvor and, and, and kind of coming to head with Barman and, and, um, 
uh, Afera and um, uh, everything that happened on the Invictus. So uh, yeah, I I'm was really into Day's story this week. And again, we'll talk about that in a minute, but let me get Nikki's thoughts on this week's episode. Oh, the same. I, you know, was so into the spiral journey and, you know, just the whole emotional, you know, part of that, the spiritual part, the battle with um, Tania Miller's character, um, Zephyr, Zephyr, um, and, um, you know, Demerzel again, still, you know, with this suede loyalty, but, um, yeah, I just thought, you know, the just the the drag that Demerzel gave uh, um, Brother Day at the end with it would be a shame if you didn't see anything. <laughs> you know, it was just right. really, really, that was fun. Um, I loved the Invictus ship and all of, you know, the gadgets, you know, the Anacreon Hunter throwing this gadget up into the air that, you know, you know, they put a lot of detail in it, which was really cool. And the... Um, the, uh, I guess the machinery that allows them to control the ship, you know, it was like archaic, but they're like having to connect their human bodies to the machines to get it to jump and do various things. So that whole thing was fascinating. I love the detail on that. Um, and Hugo's back. <laughs> so, yeah, woohoo! You know, to see him back, like, yes, they had a plan. So, um, yeah, love this episode so far. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Let, let, let's talk about that. Let's just jump in uh, with, there he is. There's Hugo. Um, I got to be honest, like I was so, because I've, I've grown to really enjoy this character. And especially, um, I love the way, because he's a, obviously a badass. And I think in, a, in another show, maybe he'd be the lead and Salvor would be the side character to him. And I love that it's a reverse and that he's just there to kind of, you know, he loves her. He's there to help her. And he knows she's a badass and doesn't always need his help. But, you know, he wants to be there for her. And I love that. And so, yeah, I was really, um, you know, when I saw him float off. Now, the first thought that came to my mind was, well, people don't always die on the show. <laughs> so we may see him again. Um, but we were talking about this last week with Raish, you know, that we thought that uh, he, you know, do we see him again? Are we not going to see him again? And we believe he's dead. But we just saw, you know, uh, 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 Hugo float into space. So, you know, um, although we didn't see Raish float into space, but at least Hugo had his equipment on him and uh, and was able to figure that out. So, yeah, loved, uh, you know, what a great thing to, to find out that Hugo survived. Uh, and then in theory, uh, he's calling, you know, his old planet. Um, I, I forget what's that. What's a thespian? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, I would imagine to come in and help. Uh, and 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 so now this is something that I was a little confused about. Uh, but is that who does in fact? I wasn't sure if that was Thespia or the Empire that comes in a, a tax Invictus at the end. Do do we know which one it is? Was it clear to you guys? I believe they said it was Thespian. They did say it. Okay, I didn't. I missed that. Yeah, he was call he was speaking thespian into the communication panel. Got and, it. Um, you know, I think Gail whispered something when when she saw these ships. Okay. Well, you know, there's so much going on in this show. Like sometimes I feel like I miss things that I need to, you know, I, I can't wait to get on this show and talk to you guys so I can figure it out. Okay, so that was a thespian. So, I did think it was. It's funny that you say that cuz they said it and they were like, "Oh good, he made it." And I was like, I don't trust this. Even uh, though it was said, I was like, mm, I don't think that's who it is. Apparently I need to 
relax <laughs> and trust me to show Dallas. I was pretty sure that that's who it was, but I know that they had also tried to contact the Empire, so I wasn't right. I, I wasn't quite sure. Um, but man, what what a you know. Hugo saving the day again. Um, yeah, let me start with you and then we'll go to Nikki. What were your thoughts on sort of Hugo's return and kind of the whole sort of um, Invictus time jump, um, you know, uh, Farah versus uh, 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 Salvor story? Yeah, uh, I'm going to be honest. I uh, I don't know why I don't trust it. I didn't trust that it was Hugo. I didn't trust that they were there to help. I, I didn't trust uh, that um, Salvor really had a plan i thought she was just going with and would figure it out as she went so i i mean i didn't trust anything and then it all came out really nice and the way that it worked was great and i mean the fact that they time jumped i'm or they jumped uh because of the time i'm so excited to see what that means and where that goes and what that what happens um but i really loved this whole storyline i think starting the episode seeing farah's reasoning literally seeing it cuz we've heard her tell us the story yeah. was amazing we've ne- we have if correct me if i'm wrong but we have not seen that yet from that perspective that's um, correct so that was so interesting and i really enjoyed that a lot um and so i like the way that it played out um i don't know why i'm not trusting everything that's happening directly in front of me but it, I should have picked up on the fact that there was a plan when Salvor lost Hugo and was told to, there's no time to grieve and then just didn't grieve. So I should have like picked up on that. Oh, that's interesting. So are you saying you think that it was part of Salvor and Hugo's plan for Hugo to not make it and to to on the on the jump onto Invictus so that he could be free and then go do that. See, I don't know that that's part of the plan. I feel like he just didn't make it, and then he was able to you know save himself somehow and then make this great um, kind of rescue call. Nikki, what were your thoughts on that? How did you read that? You know, I was suspicious um, when. You know, this is his old stomping ground. This, they, you know, they were they were thespian um, mining. I guess they were mining here, and this was, you know, he made that very clear mm. that he was familiar with the area. So I was trying to see in the last episode, like, you know, when he was drifting off, like, is there something he can grab onto? Like, you know, because there was a lot going on in that space scene. You had the ship, and you had. You know, I was looking for what else is out there. So I didn't see anything when he floated off. It was just rock. So I'm like, wow, he's gone. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was um, just really exciting to see him back. I feel that that was just something they had planned, you know, because everyone jumped off the ship, jumped to the Invictus, and he was the last to jump. Um, now that we know he's surfaced, you know, now it makes sense. He's like, oh, wait, I lost control, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whispering beforehand. And um, yeah, I just feel that that was part of the plan. Um, wow. I, I, I totally re-watch. missed that. I totally missed that. Yeah, I got to rewatch that because I, I totally missed that. I mean, I I, I tend to agree with you. I like, I, 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 you know, obviously it worked out. So, but I, I mean, if that was part of the plan, well, well done on them. Well done on them. Uh, sorry, Nikki, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you have something? Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, and just as far as far as the Invictus goes, and you know, the ending with this this jump, 
um, I just thought all of that was really great, great detail and, and seeing the battle that was going on on the ship, the ships protecting itself. Uh, the captain was attacked. Uh, there were what so soldiers outside the door. So it was like a mutiny. Right. Um, and this exo written on the dome, like all that, that was fascinating. So, you know, really enjoyed it. And yeah. I also liked uh, Salvor working with uh, Lewis, who is the guy who took over the foundation on Termeris, uh, who's sort of in charge. Um, and, uh, you know, he's kind of a a weak man, <laughs> to say the least, right? Uh, but to see him sort of, you know, for her to, to, to really kind of rally him, uh, for them to sort of work together, I, I thought was... Uh, Really fun and really, really um, interesting. So great stuff on the Invictus this week. Uh, well, let's jump into this guy. Um, let's jump right into Brother Day. Uh, our, he was our brother Don when we started this series, and now he's our brother Day. Uh, and he went on this uh, journey. What, what was the, Let me see if I can find what the journey was actually called. It's the, uh, the, the spiral. spiral, the great spiral. Yeah, the walk of the great spiral to the triple goddesses. Exactly. Um, and so he, he, uh, he went through the journey. Uh, and then uh, he got to the the water. He's bathed in the water uh, and uh, supposedly had a vision. Uh, and then uh, tells that vision to the Zephyr. And then, of course, that really gets them all, you know, you, you know, that neutralizes any plans that anyone may have had to uh, take control. Uh, they are in line with the Emperor uh, at the end. Uh, and then we uh, discover what we probably already guessed. But I think it's, I mean, it's sort of, it's revealed, but in a subtle way that I think you could see it sort of two ways. But I'm going to interpret it as we've been told that he faked the vision, that he has no soul, that he, that they had no vision and made up this vision um, based on knowledge he had uh, to, to kind of fool the Zephyr. And obviously uh, uh, um, Demerzel knows uh, and we know, um, I think that's a stronger choice. I, you could make, you could say you don't quite know that maybe he did. I, I, I could see some audience members maybe interpreting it the other way, but um, that that's how I'm going to go with it. Uh, Nikki, how, how did you see it? Did he have a vision? Did he not have a vision? What, what are your thoughts uh, on the sort of the whole journey into the vision? I was so disappointed in him. <laughs> disappointed. I, I'm, I'm being kind of funny. Um, you know, I was, you know, really, you know, when he's on this journey, I mean, look at him, he's just complete, his body is completely, you know, dehydrated. And you would hope that he would learn something. <laughs> and to find out that he possibly, uh, you know, <laughs> he learned nothing, learn nothing. But you know, as far as emperors go, it was a power move. It was a huge power move to silence um, Zephyr uh, Halima and, and, you know, turn, you know, followers towards him. So it was a great chess move. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I would be rooting for him, but <laughs> I kind of was. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. C incredible political move on his part. Uh, I mean, even just going on the journey and sort of, um, you know, in a way, signaling that he's embracing their religion where we know he really wasn't but you know sort of sig signaling that he he believes in what they believe in and then and then having this moment uh yell what were your thoughts on uh brother day's journey and, and and the vision let's get right to that i mean do you, do you think he had 
this vision or not? What, how did you interpret the end of the episode? Oh, I uh, definitely, when he stood there and described the vision, um, at first I was like, oh, he definitely stole this idea. And then when he said what he saw, then I was like, wait, how is this, po how is this possible? Did this show just all of a sudden become real spiritual? I started to get very angry. I was like, no, you can't tell me that now we're going to believe that it is divine intervention that he is in charge. I was angry. So then <laughs> when Demerzel was like, huh, did you see that flower? I went, oh, oh, okay, great. He knew what he was doing. And it's a smart move. It was so clever um, because it did cross my mind that he would make something up. But the idea that he made something up that was so poignant and so um, connective with his empire and their religion and and right. you know the the birth flower the birth root flower i didn't think he was that clever so uh, <laughs> i was very impressed um and yeah no he definitely did not see anything as we see you know demerzel as nikki said really really a good drag and then when he's getting uh sealed up for his trip we see it he that Right. That person is soulless. And I 100% believe it. That's the moment that did it for me. Until that moment, I think I was sort of not sure which direction we they wanted us to go in. You know, I mean, I could see an interpretation either way. Um, but I agree. It's pretty clear to me, uh, you know, unless we find something else out down the road uh, that 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 in that final moment of the, of tonight's episode that, yeah, he he made that up. Um, I, I want to talk before we, we move on. I just want to talk about Lee Pace's performance in this episode. Cause I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I loved the way his sort of the embodiment of his movement when he was walking in the desert on that walk, uh, the way he moved, the way his body um, was obviously sunburned and, 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 and getting to see sort of the vulnerability of him. And then I loved uh, the actor and, and, and the character he was playing of sort of the, um, I'll say his, his, his accompaniment, uh, but the guy he sort of befriends on this, on this journey, who's another guy who kind of makes it most of the way with him. Um, there are moments where I was wondering if that guy was actually there or not, right? There were moments where I was wondering, is that a mirage uh, or not? Like, did uh, Day really meet that guy and go through that with him. Um, I, and I'll pose that to both of you, but I'll also just say like, if that is the case, then that just shows you how soulless day is to begin with, that he would then go through all of this, you know, leave that guy and, 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 and then, and then lie at the very end. But um, Nikki, what were your thoughts on, on just sort of Lee, Lee Pace's performance, the whole kind of journey that uh, day goes on and, 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 uh, and, and, and his relationship to that other character. Did, did, did you also uh, wonder if that character was real or not? I did not. That's a good point that it could have been a mirage. Um, right. He's, you know, dehydrated. Um, I agree with both what you and Yael had mentioned about, um, well, you know, how does he go on this journey? And if that man was real, go and um, still do, you know, terrible things. But, you know, he basically, I believe he ordered for Zephyr Halima to be killed by Demersel. He um, sure did. Who goes on a spiritual journey and you, you're you ready for death again? <laughs> like didn't learn a thing. And so that's why I completely feel, you know, that scene where he's alone and there's no 
a load, you know, flower blooming around him, you know, his face is just of angst, you know, that he's not seeing anything. That's what I took from it. But Lee Pace's uh, role, um, just phenomenal. I just think that the whole scene, I was just hooked into all of it. His acting is superb. Um, and then opposite Laura Byrne and uh, Tania Miller, the three of them, you know, I just think they're such great um, actors. So, um, yeah, so I just loved it all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on sort of Lee's performance, the journey of it all, and uh, and and uh, and did you did you wonder if if maybe that guy was a mirage? So I did not wonder. I thought that guy was definitely real. The person <laughs> who was being uh, given water on the side, them I thought were not real. I thought that mm. that I thought was not real. Um, but I, I will say, I think Lee's performance was incredible. You know, a lot of times you'll hear actors talk about um, how they they have this story in their head of who the character is, but until they get the costume on, they don't like really feel like them. So to see Lee Pace in, in nothing, like he's not wearing a costume, uh, but still to be able to show you he is royalty, he is trying, he is suffering through this. Um, he is manipulating this old man to tell him about what people see. Uh, I think that was so incredible. Um, and there's a moment after the old man dies where he moves into the side and he is hobbling down and he's walking with one foot up as though like his heel was hurt. Anyone who's ever like hurt an ankle has walked like this. And I was like, that is such a small choice and right. you see it. This man has been walking forever in the desert and he's dehydrated and you can see his pain with every step. Lee Pace is amazing. He's just so talented. Yeah, no, he's great. Great in this role. Really a great. And it's funny because I, I talked at the beginning, uh, you know, after the first episode where I was kind of like, you know, he's sort of playing his guy from Gal Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's all right. No, 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 no. This guy is giving a really, really interesting and full uh, performance here. I mean, remember, this is the second character that he's played on the show. So, right. you know, at this point. So, um, and Nikki, you brought up uh, Day's order to Desmarel. Uh, sorry, Demerzel. Demerzel. I was so close to saying it right this time. Uh, Demerzel and uh, uh, assassination of Halima. Um, oh, just a really beautiful scene uh, between those two actresses. I just wanted to give uh, both of you a chance to talk about that because I really liked those performances. Yeah, a lot of emotion between uh, Laura, Dern, Laura Byrne and um, Tania Miller. So much emotion in that scene. And, you know, Laura's having to play this character that is having, to, you know, she has this deep love for, you know, the luminous religion and the people, the maiden world. Um, and then this loyalty to um, the Imperials. So you can, you just saw her balancing this. And, it was just incredible. Just the visuals, everything. It was just a really beautiful scene and, you know, horrific because she's actually murdering her. So very well played. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, before we run out of time, I want to mention one other thing. And I know that it's the 
storyline that we all liked the least this week, but I think there was one very important thing mentioned uh, between Harry uh, or Harry's consciousness and Gail, and that is that there is a second foundation. Uh, and this is something, Nikki, that you knew uh, from reading the books. Um, and I think something that you maybe had uh, kind of guessed about, Yell, do you want to why don't you start with that? Talk about what, what your feelings were sort of learning of the second foundation and, and where that, you know, may take us uh, into the last few episodes. It's funny because I, I no longer have any idea because, you know, Nikki kept telling us in the, in the books, there's a second foundation. Um, and so now I was like, all right, they've announced it. Second foundation. And then Gail leaves. Right. <laughs> and then she's like, I want to go home. And she leaves. Uh, so I have no idea. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> well, um, Nikki, let me ask you, because you knew about the second foundation from the books. Um, what do you sort of see? How do you see whatever was sort of in the books playing out in this? How do you see them sort of adapting it? And, you know, with Gail going off, is she going, I, I one would assume that she'll be back before the end of the show and that she'll be part of this story somehow. But, you know, what, what, what do you think is the next step with the, with the foundation and with Harry's plan? Yeah. Well, Gail is like I mentioned last week, you know, she's this, you know, she's kind of made up of a couple characters from the book. So it's hard to kind of predict, you know, what's going to happen here. When I originally thought she'd be a part of the second foundation, it was really just because she wasn't on the first one. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of like, <laughs> what are they going to do with her? Um, right. And I don't feel, you know, they need her, as she's mentioned. Um, she wasn't a part of Harry's plan. Um, so, you know, as she said, information won't die. And, you know, he's clearly, um, you know, in the book, you know, he always appeared as a hologram and he was always kind of um, appearing as a hologram to kind of discuss the meaning of the crisis that they were going through at that time. Um, so now he's a little, a lot more involved. Um, you know, he's clearly has control over things in this world. Um, he's more than a hologram. So I think he's headed to, you know, his former planet to, you know, start this second foundation with or without her. So I do feel she's going to be back. I don't think she's, she's gone. Um, as I mentioned last week, I still feel there's a connection between her and Salvor and Raish. So we'll see. Um, you know, it's fun. It's just fun, you know, seeing how things are playing out. Now you said something interesting I caught there. Uh, he's more than just a hologram. What do you mean by that? Um, well, in the books, um, like I said, he would appear as a hologram. I'm not going to say too much, but, um, you know, he would just kind of discuss the crisis that they were going through and give the foundation feedback. And it was, you know, pretty generic. But here, I mean, look at the emotion and what he's doing to Gail. I mean, she wants to leave and he's almost toying with her. So, you know, you kind of feel almost, you know, kind of irritated by Harry, like, let her go. Like, this is getting dark, you know? Right. Uh, so there's a darkness. It's more than a hologram. It's more than a message. It's, you know, kind of, you know, the holograms we've seen in past episodes where uh, Brother Dusk was pulling up, you know, Harry. Well, that was kind of like a rewind of what Harry was predicting. So that's kind of how it was in a book as far as a hologram. So, yeah. So interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this was the most 
evil that we've seen Harry, right? Like, I mean, he's always been a little bit, you know, kind of <laughs> riding the line there. But I really, you know, I mean, he's borderline creepy uh, with Gale on the ship. So, um, yeah, uh, interesting to see where that goes. Uh, well, just while we have a couple of minutes left, predictions, thoughts for next week. Uh, what are you hoping to see? What do we want to see more of? Yell, I'll start with you. Where Whatever the jump did whatever happens to a live body during the jump, what all of that. I want that. I want to start there. That's where we should start. Um, now that Gail is going home and, you know, has a few hundred years, a hundred something years, a long, long. 100, 108, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, cool. I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that being done. Let's stick with the stuff that has the action and the excitement. Um, and, you know, Harry can make it to his planet and as a consciousness can wait till a body comes around to uh, make this foundation. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I agree with you. I mean, I I hope the episode starts with Invictus. I'd love to see more of that story and wherever it's going culminating up until the finale here in a, a couple of weeks. Um, I think that I agree. I feel like I don't think we're going to see Gail this next episode. I think I think we'll see her before the series is over, before the season is over. Uh, but I feel like maybe she'll we'll get away from her and maybe even Harry for an episode. Um, and then I think there's something happening with uh, the Empire, right? Like I think that story is going to progress. I'm not sure where uh now that he has the the zephyr kind of in line but you know harry's predictions are coming true so i feel like we're gonna see some more um frustration uh with day and and then clearly with uh demerzel i think that's gonna come to a head too i would be surprised if she's the same character at the end of the series that she was at the beginning um, I, I feel like there's going to be a big change there, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Nikki, what are your hopes and thoughts for next week? Well, you know, I definitely enjoy seeing, you know, the Empire challenges. You know, this one with the Maiden world was fascinating. And I hope I, we get to see more of that. You know, that's the basis of Asimov's work. Um, so I just love that. I'd love to see more scenarios like that. Um, we had that glimpse of Terminus and the, the null fields um, that was expanding. So I'd like to see kind of what's going on with that and the vault. Um, can't forget about the vault. And, um, you know, like you mentioned, you don't think we're, we're going to see Gail anytime soon. I agree. You know, she's on this in this pod for what, 130 odd years. So we probably won't see her anytime soon. Um, and then, yeah, just what Yale said to see what's going to happen with the with the jump, where they're going and, you know, if they're going to, you know, get towards Trantor. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned the vault because I I that's clearly, you know, it's right behind us. It's been part of all the marketing. Clearly that's going to be important and something big is going to happen one would assume with that before the end of the season. Um, awesome. Great episode of, of both uh, the foundation and our show. Great discussing this with you guys. Um, but that's all the time that we have for this week. Thanks you so much for watching. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button, like this video, tune into the HCA's foundation after show every Friday at 1201 Pacific time, 
and 301 Eastern Time. Nikki, let everyone know where they can uh, check you out. You can find me anywhere on social media at Nikki Fowler 28 and also at Glitter Magazine. Um, and you'll find me here at times on the Hollywood Critics Association YouTube. Yes, absolutely. We're all here sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Yell, let everyone know where they can find your work. I am everywhere on the internet at Yell Teagle. That is Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. You can find me Wednesdays on the Hollywood Critics Association on uh, Hollywood Approved. You can find me Sundays on uh, Fanversation for Law & Order S Review. And uh, you can find me on the official Leverage Redemption After Show, a very distinctive podcast only on the Electric Now app. Awesome. Awesome. And I'm Jamie Philbrick. Uh, you can follow me at Fieldbrock, Instagram, Twitter, my name on uh, Facebook. Uh, and also be sure to check out uh, another show I host here on the HCA, uh, Pop Council Podcast, every Mondays at 11 a.m. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you next week on The Foundation. Bye.